Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23. Brothers, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. Are Christians snobby? Are pastors pretentious? Oh, I hope not. That would make about as much sense as the phrase jumbo shrimp. To be snooty means to show disapproval or contempt toward others, and it can result from any number of reasons. And this can include income, education, health, clothing, or even how they look. Sure, we may be against this, but are we also guilty of doing it? When Paul described the preaching of the cross, he reminded his fellow Christians at Corinth of their calling. The Greek world looked down upon Christians and dismissed the preaching of a crucified Savior as foolishness. So the apostle, a well-educated man himself, asked, Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made the foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. But he also goes on to remind his brothers, Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. So the last thing you and I want to do is to become proud and pretentious as we wag our fingers at those who are proud and pretentious. As Christians, you and I should know better than anyone our sins, flaws, and weaknesses. Now at this point, you may be thinking that I'm going to pile on to the criticism that our churches are not welcoming as they could be. And in some cases it's true. But it's also a mistake when folks simply assume Christians are snooty. As a boy in school, I can remember when a friend of mine got into trouble in class and was told by a supply teacher to wipe that smug look off his face. He looked confused. He wasn't smug at all. That was just his face. The fact is, we begin our worship each week confessing our transgressions before God and saying together with one voice, I, a poor, miserable sinner. And we look for forgiveness from our Savior who is the complete opposite of snobby. In fact, as Peter discovered, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism. Take a look at how often Jesus would go to those who mothers would not give the time of day. He healed the servant of a hated Roman centurion, cured a blind man who most ignored, counseled a prostitute and rescued her from a rock-throwing mob, called Matthew, a despised tax collector, to be his disciple. Want more? He ate with those whom others wrote off as sinners, touched and healed lepers who were considered outcasts, and the list goes on. Years ago, a colleague of mine shook his head when, after working hard to see his Sunday school grow, inviting neighborhood kids to church, he was told by a member that it would be great if they could get rid of all these dirty children. Guess what? We are those grubby children whom Christ has redeemed by his death on the cross and in whom we have been washed in our baptism. And you have to giggle at even the idea of a pretentious pastor. The word pastor means shepherd. Those were roll-up-your-sleeves working-class folks who did the work that needed to be done to guide, rescue, and protect the sheep. It's no wonder that Jesus came as the good shepherd in fulfillment of God's promises to guide, rescue, and protect lost sheep, including you and me. Here is our Savior who rolled up his sleeves for us and for our salvation. He humbled himself, taking on our human flesh, living a perfect life in our place, dying for us on the cross to atone for our sins, and then by his resurrection announcing that the work of salvation is complete. Like Paul, we can only cry, Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And then, in the full confidence of faith, we can rejoice together and say, Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. You and I are the recipients of God's jumbo grace. Let us pray. 
Gracious God, help me always to look up to you in faith instead of down on others and share with them gratefully the very love and compassion you share with me. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.